previously on Spider-Man. Morbius, stop this bloodlust. I like this life. I am immortal. That sword-swinging biker wants to destroy Morbius. Why are you protecting him? Why are you after him? He's got bangs, too. Who are you, Blade? And I want to destroy you! Blade, no! I turned him into a vampire. Now you want to save him? The vampire we've been chasing. The result of an experiment with a machine with the Neogenic Recombinator. That machine, I have to destroy it! I'm not finished with you! Then book me or let me go. Fine. Remember, I'm watching you. You've underestimated my powers! And thanks to the Recombinator, the whole world will become vampires! You've got a lot to learn about catching vampires. Stay alert, web-slinger! It's gonna be a long night! And here we go. It's the comic, 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 comic book bullies. Man, you come right out of a comic book. Yeah, this is the comic book bullies and we had a little technical difficulties at the very beginning so we're just going to start the podcast somewhere closer towards the beginning where i'm just doing like a long rant uh sorry about that we'll pick up from there and we'll just go towards the end it was all leroy's fault it was <laughs> blame it on do we want to do we want to introduce ourselves first uh sure yeah let's do it i'm i'm leroy aka um the night walker <laughs> this is Eli, the cleaner. <laughs> Both bad names, but let's go ahead and start the show. Uh, Star Wars number uh, number nine. Well, Star Wars episode nine, Rise of the Skywalker. Blah blah blah. Okay, number two. Uh, let's see where it is swinging at. Uh, it still hadn't done a billion yet. Eh, okay. Oh, uh, should I give you a review of what my mom thought about the movie, or should we keep going? Okay, all right. She hated it. Let me go in a little detail. <laughs> Let me go in a little detail about it. So, uh, it was Thursday. She wanted to see Rise of the Skywalker. Uh, my brother came with us also because my brother, basically, uh, mom told him she wouldn't cook it tonight. So, if you want any food, you're going to have to eat uh, popcorn, movie popcorn with us or eat nothing at all. So, he just was there with us, you know. So, after he ate the popcorn, he fell asleep. So, I can't give a review of what my brother thought, you know. Uh, mom was watching the whole time. Uh, she kept asking me questions during the movie theater. Like anytime, like a new character popped up, like like Poe popped up, she was like, "Oh, who is he?" Uh, and I had a hard time explaining, like, "Oh, he's he's a guy." Okay, and you could tell she's not really caring who. Like he, she checked out from that guy later on. Finn, she didn't even bother asking. Like obviously he's just some black guy just in here serves no purpose. He's a sidekick, so no reason to explain him. She liked Billy D, but she Billy D is old now. <laughs> so it's just like, you know, it's not like Colt 45 Billy D anymore. You know, this is old man Billy D with a cane. Like, he actually need a cane to walk around with now. <laughs> so, I don't know. I don't think she was too happy about that either. Only thing I only uh, thing I told her going into the movie was, because here's the thing, she knew nothing about any of these new movies. 
she knew nothing about the first two movies like Last Jedi and the other one came out before this one. She wanted to see this because she saw Rise of the Skywalker. So she thought this was the first movie coming back. It's it's called Rise of the Skywalker. So obviously Luke Skywalker comes back. Like, nah, he's dead. Well, how'd he die? And then I had to explain it. Well, he transferred his essence to another planet and and I can see the eyes glaze over. Yep. That guy killed him. <laughs> You know, just keep the shit simple and just move on from there. So basically we're watching the movie and, and here's what like I said, I didn't go into too much detail, ask my mom what she didn't like about the movie, but just just reading the body language, I could tell that she wasn't connected with the new character, basically. You know, I think the only character except one character. She did I think she did connect with Kylo Ren. Yeah, because at the end of the movie, she that's like the only character name she remembered, but she didn't remember his name. She could call him Ben. Yeah, that's all she kept calling. Cause he, I think, cause he's the only character connected with everybody. You know, he's Luke's and Leia's son. I'm, I'm sorry. Oh damn, that's fucked up. <laughs> Leia and Han's son and Luke's nephew. So since he he was like the only person connected with everybody, with Poe's not connected, Finn's not connected, Ray's not even connected. So she he was the only one that she kind of attached to in the movie. Ray the whole time watching the movie, she thought that was Leia's daughter. She didn't know. So when Palpatine was going about, I'm the granddaughter, that's my granddaughter, so like that, she was thinking Palpatine was Leia's father. I, I guess she completely forgot, you know, like, because she loved the old movies, watched them when we were growing up, but apparently she completely forgot the plot point that Luke and Leia's brother-sister. So when, it, when I told her that Luke Skywalker, like, uh, Ben Solo was, you know, Darth Vader's grandson, she got confused. She was like, wait. But what about Luke Skywalker? So if he's not Luke Skywalker and it's Han Solo's son, how is he a Skywalker? I'm like, Princess Leia, <laughs> their brother's sister. Like, oh, okay. So she's thinking the whole time, uh, like Palpatine was the grand was, you know, the grandfather of Ray, and Darth Vader was the grand grandfather of of Ben, and they're like maybe like cousins or something like this, just because you know Luke and Leia and all this stuff like that. So she completely confused. I had to break it down to later on that Le uh, Ray is just some some person that they just found. Like she's not she wouldn't relate to anybody until we found out in this movie. So she's watching the movie. She said the old movies are better. She I don't I won't say she hated it. She was like it was okay, but it didn't compare anything to the old movies. That's all. Prequels she doesn't know they ex even exist. So like I'm not even just making it up. She really don't know they exist. You know. Oh, uh, no, she didn't. <laughs> oh, yeah, she saw the movie. Like, this is the only one she saw. She actually went out and saw the movie. But, 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 here's why she saw the movie. And I didn't realize this to the very end when watching it. Halfway when watching the movie, she's going to whisper to me, where's Baby Yoda? I'm like, oh, fuck. I'm like, yeah, he's not here. Well, well fuck this movie then. <laughs> so that's when she completely just checked out a movie when she realized no Baby Yoda was going to show up. Because she saw Baby Yoda, I think, on, on Ellen or something. <laughs> yeah, so she just wanted to just see the movie because thinking he was going to be there. Now, like, now he's on a, I couldn't tell her that he's really on a TV show because she's really not going to watch a TV show about that. No, well, you got to go through nine hours watching. it. Like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> so that's why she had the movie. She had expectations up to here. And they weren't met, so you know. <laughs> Did he at least watch the 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 ones in the eighties, the first ones? Oh damn! Okay, 
well, at least my mom liked the old ones, you know, with young Billy D and Han. So, like, she knew those characters. Like, she remember Han. Luke, like, I, I can, anytime, I, I, I take that back when I saw uh, Lando. Anytime the older characters popped up, she did kind of, like, you, you, you can see her paying attention. Like, Luke, Han, Laos, like that. That's when she started paying attention. But when they left the screening and it was just, like, the new people, she checked out. Even Palpatine. She didn't give two shits about Palpatine. <laughs> Not even. I had to remind her that he was in the old movie. So was he? Because you got to remember, if you just watch just the prequels, Palpatine shows up like in the last half of the the third movie. So if you're not really paying attention, you might forget him. <laughs> so that's weird. As a matter of fact, they don't. I, they, I don't think they ever even said his name. They never even said Palpatine in the old movies, did they? No, they just called him the Emperor. They just called him the Emperor, so they never said Palpatine. So if you no. watch those movies, they keep hearing Palpatine, 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 Palpatine. You be like, who the fuck is Palpatine? You know. Especially he's only at the beginning and the end of the movie, and that's it. So, yeah. So, uh, mom didn't like it. Anything I like hearing, you know, like people because like we're we're too we're too attached to this stuff, Eli. You know, we can't see the forest for the trees. That's why we have to ask other people sometimes that's not into this stuff. Oh yeah. Now my dad, like I said, my dad's the same way. He, he doesn't see any fucking comic book with the the super this and the the super that and the stupid man and this the Spider Man and this. Yeah, he can't stand any of it. <laughs> He's got now, no I'm say this, Eli. This is my thing. Like, I, I don't know how many times you've seen it since last time I talked to you. Probably your tenth time seeing anything like that. This is my second time seeing it, okay. and I did catch some things I didn't see the first time that I was pretty interested in. That you know, this really jumped out to me. That kind of told the story. Like, for instance, it really jumped out that Ray failed her training at the beginning. Okay, yeah. You know, I I, I noticed, but it didn't really just jump out. Like, they really drive a point home that she failed the training. She wasn't completing the training. Uh, the Ben and Han moment, a line I missed. You know, Ben's just going to just look at Han and just go, Dad, he doesn't say anything. And Han just says, I know. Yeah. I completely missed that the first time I saw that. Yeah. You know, uh, I'm, I was going to go into a little bit more detail about this whole Star Wars thing, but I'm going to just keep going. But I will say this. I actually did a complete marathon of all the the Star Wars movies. Okay. Uh, Last weekend. It was very interesting. It was an eye-opening experience to it, like which movies I like, which scenes I like, stuff like that. I will say this. Now, there's a whole debate online between which is the better movie, the prequels and the sequels, things like that. We're not getting into that, Eli. Like I said, we're going to put Star Wars back in the box before we, we fight each other and shit like that. I will say this. The sequels are much better made movies. All of them. I mean, Last Jedi, this one, they're, they're better made movies. They're better acted. Uh, the the dialogue is a lot better. The scenery, the scenes that are shot are much better. Like, you can look at some of the scenes. There's actually some, like, some beautiful cinematography in... Oh, uh, the last, the rise of the Skywalker, like when uh, Kylo Ren and Rey are like fighting each other in like that Force Skype thing they were doing when she's in the uh his base and he's down on the planet. Oh yeah. And just yeah. them fighting each other, like you like one scene they're in Vader's base and like they turn and then they're like like that's actually the beautiful imagery. Yeah. You know George Lucas would never do any shit like that. Like he just didn't have the capability to do anything like that. So I mm-hmm. actually give him that like as far as like uh. They'll say out of all the Star Wars movies, these new sequel movies are the like the the most beautiful looking, well shot, well made, executed movies. Because let's face it, Ryan Johnson and J.J. Abrams are better directors than George Lucas. Mm-hmm. George Lucas actually, even in, in his day, was kind of a mediocre director. Yeah. It was everything else he excelled at. His world building, that's what he excelled at. Mm-hmm. And so that's that's my whole thing with that. Uh, but like I said, we did a whole poll on people, people versus sequels. I'm not going to do it here. We're out of time. We'll do it next week.
or we got the next. I've been watching oh, Rebels. I started watching Rebels. That's another thing I was going to ask you about. Okay, Being... I started watching Rebels because my uh my Disney Plus description is about to run out. But while in the middle of running, did they make a Rebels reference in Rise of Skywalker? Like, is there I, a Rebels character? I guess, guess Kanan is in one of the voices in, uh, oh, is in okay. that, that Ray hears at the end. Um, okay, what I, I was what I was referring to was like, you know, when they was in that cave with that sandworm or whatever? Oh, and yeah. And they found the bones of some guy? Yeah. Was that a guy on Rebels? I don't know. I'm only in season two now. So I don't I don't know. I'm thinking I'm I'm not even that, I'm not even that far. I'm thinking of maybe like a season one character. Yeah, I don't I don't remember. No, I don't think that guy that guy had another name. Okay, but, maybe uh, maybe, maybe I'm completely, you know, yeah. thinking about something else. Whatever. But uh but I'm noticing shit like uh like Kanan has like a Death Watch logo on his on his uh his shoulder and shit and they're, they're, I mean, I just watched an episode today with uh, uh, Hondo from the Clone Wars, and yeah, I'm pretty into it. I'm, I never, I haven't, I never watched it before. But since I'm all like, you know, bedridden, got shit to do, I've been sitting around watching shit. Oh, you <laughs> so, got the book, huh? <laughs> no, I got a fucked up hip, man. My head, my leg, and hip is all fucked up. I got like rear-ended like a couple weeks ago. So my oh leg, damn yeah, my leg is all yeah, it hurts to. Just hurts. I'm just in pain all day, basically. Need to recover for Eli, everybody. Yeah. Uh, let's keep it moving. Okay, so we got uh, Jumanji, the next level, uh, number four, like a boss, the Tiffany Haddish movie. Uh, number five, Just Mercy. Oh, Eli, I'm so I'm trying not to see this movie. What's this? I'm trying to avoid this movie best I can. What is this? Just Mercy, the Michael B. Jordan movie. Oh. Yeah, because oh. that's what mom really wanted to see. <laughs> She didn't want to see Star Wars. <laughs> You're like, well, you know what? I got something to do. I'll check up with you later. <laughs> uh, what we got? Number six, Little Women, which I feel like we're going to talk about later on. Uh, number seven, Underwater. I don't know what that is. It's a horror uh, movie. You keep telling me about that, don't you? I think it's the first time. Huh? You mentioned okay, it. Okay, cool. I feel better about that. All right. <laughs> uh, number eight, Frozen 2. Staying in there. Knives Out, which we will also talk about later on. Uh, and number 10, Spies in the Skies, we're still hanging on in there. So, yeah, that is the top 10, uh, all the movies coming out right now. Like I said, J- January is kind of like a slow, slow month. This is pretty much like uh, the dumping ground for movies. So January is always going to be a slow, slow month. Uh, February is beginning of the like the fiscal quarter, and that's when you start dumping like good movies or, you know, start making an effort at the end. But until then, we're just kind of hanging in there. So let's see you know, where we're going to go next, where we're going to trans. Thank you, Dad. Anything you want to talk about before we move on? Uh, go to Oscars now or whatever. You're going to jump right to the Oscars? Let's not jump to the Oscars. That's a little bit too meaty. Let's go oh, to something okay. a little bit. Well, it's going to be meaty also. Let's talk about the Morbius trailer. All right. Let's just jump right into it. Okay, so the Morbius trailer dropped today. Now, for those, let's let's do a little background on who Morbius is. Like I said, there's comic book bullies, and there may be some people just walking in and don't know what it is. So, Morbius was invented around the 70s in the comics, where, you know, horror comics were a thing, Werewolf by Night, Son of Satan. You can even say Ghost Rider. You know, yeah. they were like where horror comics started popping out of nowhere. Brother Voodoo, who's actually Stan Lee creation, you know. And Morbius was the same way. Now, not, Morbius served two purposes. Not only was he like a horror comic type thing, but he's also sp- uh, followed the motif of Spider-Man villain, because that's what Morbius is. He's originally a Spider-Man villain. And if you know Spider-Man, 
uh, Rose Gallery, they're mostly based off animals. You know, octopuses, scorpions, vultures, sand. <laughs> we get the point, you know. And, you know, why not a bat? So, boom, there you go. You got a bat, Morbius. Uh, the thing about Morbius is that he's not like a traditional vampire like you've seen in every other movie. He's not like a, like a Dracula or anything like that. He's actually like a scientific man-made vampire. Where he's he made the like a, living vampire. The living vampire, exactly. So he's different. His, the rules that he follows don't follow other rules for vampire. And we'll talk about that in a second because actually it's a very big point to him that happened in the comics. Now, a lot of people are introduced to Morbius on one thing. They know him from that 90s Spider-Man cartoon. That's pretty much the only thing they know Morbius from. Oh. He was on there. Okay. He was on there for like a good about 10 episodes like that. He fought Spider-Man like all the time. Now, on that one, because it's a Saturday morning cartoon, he didn't drink blood. He had like uh, suckers or something on his on the palm of his hand. And if he touched you, he would drain your plasma. Not blood, plasma. <laughs> so, And that was his thing. So it was bloodless you didn't get it. all he did when he grabbed you you just got weak all of a sudden that's all that happened no that's not the way in the comics in the comics he was a full fucking vampire suck blood all that shit you know yeah. he just wasn't dead right he wasn't dead but he did have like healing abilities and could fly or yeah. some shit they just kind of just did whatever they want to morbius i never really gave a shit about him but here's the thing about morbius okay so, like I said, he was one of these horror creations back in the 70s and shit like that, like Werewolf by Nights like that. But in the 90s, because all the, the 90s is where comics ideas went to die. And they had this brilliant idea of taking all of their popular bad guys or even so-so popular bad guys and making them good guys. Like Venom. Like, uh, hell, like Deadpool, you yeah. know, uh, was a bad guy at first. Even shit like Juggernaut. And Sabretooth joined the X-Men, like, what the fuck, you know? And they even decided to do it with Morbius also. They decided to make Morbius, instead of, like, just this bad guy that just fought Spider-Man all the time, want to turn everybody into vampires and shit like that, like to make him a conflicted dude and make him good. So he actually joined, like, what was that team? The what was the team, the Sons Sun. of Midnight? The Midnight Suns. Yeah, Midnight Suns. What was Sons of Midnight? I think wow. that's a TV show. <laughs> that, was my, that was my shit, the Midnight Sun. that whole... Ghost Rider, Midnight Sun, and Johnny Blaze. Johnny Blaze. They were two different people because Johnny Blaze had this like shotgun that he could shoot hellfire from and shit yeah. like that. I was like, okay, that's yeah. fucking badass. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't he wasn't Ghost Rider anymore. It was Danny Ketch, and right and uh, yeah, and Johnny Blaze was still like working for the circus, but and he had like yeah, he had some hellfire powers. But, yeah, he uh, had like a shotgun and shot hellfire. Yeah. Why they changed that shit, I have no idea because yeah. that shit was fucking awesome. That's when Johnny Blaze was badass. He was riding like a chopper and he had like a ponytail and leather. He was like a biker. Right. He, he was, he a was biker. so 90s. Yeah, he was a biker. He had a shotgun, double barrel shotgun, shooting hellfire, joining up Which with they Blade. Actually, they made a nod to in the Ghost Rider movie. Yeah. Yeah. You know, as much as people hate that movie, when he saw that, I was like, yeah, that's Johnny Blaze from the comics. You no. Know. Yeah, but I had all that shit. You know, they, they, they gave Morbius his own series. You know, the Blade and uh, uh, even the Punisher was part of it, too, for a while. <laughs> like, yeah, Doctor Strange, I think he was part of it all. So I think, Strange, I think like, yeah. he was like their Professor X type guy. Yeah, or Nick they, Fury type they guy. fought that, that where they fought Lilith. She was taking over the world and shit. I remember, yeah. That was like that was like the shit I was into. <laughs> yeah, I, I, that, that shit was awesome as hell. I was just reading that stuff like, this shit is fucking awesome, you know. So, but like I said, Morbius was always just there. To me, he was always a D-list villain, only thing he was yeah. villain. The most notable thing he's ever done in the comics, and I don't care what you say, everybody always agrees this one thing. And you talked about Blade, right? 
is his interaction with Blade. Now, let's let's rewind this little second ago. Now, we just talked about uh, Blade. Now, everybody knows Blade was nice movie, stuff like that. Damien so Hellstorm that movie, and shit. Yeah, that movie was way more popular than Marvel expected it to be. Mm-hmm. And if, But the thing was, the way Wesley Snipes made that character, he was pretty much nothing like the Blade from the comics. No. You know, Blade from the comics had those stupid-ass goggles and wore, like, this, you know, bell bottoms and shit. You he know, looked they like Jimi Hendrix. <laughs> yeah, basically, that's what he looked like, you know. So everybody's reading the comics. They want Blade to look like that. And Blade, he didn't even have the powers like that. He didn't even have powers. Only thing, only power he had was that he couldn't get turn into a vampire if he got bit. That was it. But all that other shit that Wesley Snipes was doing, that wasn't a thing. Mm-hmm. So the, the Marvel was like, well, we need to go make him like that, but what do we do? Okay, so all they did is just take Morbius, have him bite him. Because like I said, Blade is supposed to be immune from vampires, but my, Morbius is not a regular vampire. So when he bit uh, Blade, that's when Blade went from whatever the fuck he was in the 70s to the Daywalker. All of a sudden, he got all those same powers but none of the weaknesses, just like Wesley Snipes in the movie, and that's, boom, that's what it was. You know? Yeah. But now, there's been so many retcons and shit like that. Marvel pins like, none of that shit ever happened. Now they're saying Blade has been immortal since, like, the fucking 1920s and shit. You know? He's always been like that. Or some bullshit would like that. It, Marvel does what the fuck they want to, you know? But that's the only notable thing Morbius has ever done. Oh, matter of fact, uh, in the first Blade movie, there's a Morbius Easter egg. Oh, yeah? And I didn't realize this till I saw something wrong. Oh, so, okay. At the very end of the movie, you know, at the uh, Blade beats the shit out Deacon Frost and, you know, tells him, motherfuckers always want to ice skate uphill. You know, all this shit like that. Mm-hmm. So, the base blows up shit like that. He's with that fine-ass black chick still like that. He looks at the sun, but if you look at the sun, when he looks up, there is a figure, a silhouette of a man, like, way far in the distance, staring back at him. So according to the director of the movie, he said that was Morbius. Oh, okay. But they didn't know. But at the time, they didn't know they didn't have the rights to Morbius, so they couldn't follow up with it. Ah, no, but okay. they saying if they were gonna eventually reveal that that was gonna be Morbius. Who is so. it the, that popped up in Blade Three? What was the fuck? One of the Midnight. Okay, Sun so are you talking about Ryan Reynolds? Uh, what was his name? What was his Ryan name? Ryan Reynolds' name was Hannibal King. Yeah, that dude. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. was. He so was Hannibal part of that. King, no, was he part of uh, Midnight he, Sun? Yeah, he was in the Midnight Sun. Okay, because he was part of the Tomb of Dracula original comic back in the 70s where Blade came from. Like, Hannibal King was actually the star of the book. Mm-hmm. Blade was just actually like a backup dude. Yeah. So, which, have we talked about Blade 3? No, because that movie sucks. Okay, but there's a reason it sucked. <laughs> there was some, <laughs> we got we got too much shit. We will talk about Blade 3 later on. I can't talk about Blade 3. Because right the Goyer, now. fuck that, who cares? <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's, Blade 3 is a whole thing. It's a whole thing. The story behind Blade 3 is way more fascinating than the actual movie. <laughs> all right, what are we talking about? Uh, The movie. Mo- uh, Morbius, the trailer. The trailer. <laughs> yeah, all this other bullshit. We had to say all this shit to get to Morbius. To let you get, like I said, we're not doing our job. We're not doing our due diligence. We don't tell you what the fuck a Morbius is. You know. Yeah. So, Eli, give it to me. What did you think about the trailer? That looked all right. That's what I thought. <laughs> Everybody else is losing their shit. I'm just like, eh. Sorry, right. he's, he's a vampire. I don't know who he's yeah. fighting. If he ain't fighting Spider Man or anybody cool, why should I give a shit? Exactly. Because he, he's, he's like an okay character. You know, he's like in the con, like you said, back like in the 90s, they made him like Ghost Rider, I believe, said, if you don't start fucking, if you, if you don't start drinking the blood of criminals, I'm going to come and like suck your soul or whatever. 
you know? <laughs> right, so he had to do right. So, was, right. okay, I'll only drink the blood of criminals because, you know, yeah, you don't spill the blood of innocence or some shit. That's what Ghost Rider told him. So, right. Morbius, yeah, then Morbius got his own series and he became like a good vampire, you know? I mean, as good as a vampire could be. Yeah, he only drinks yeah. bad blood, you know? <laughs> Right. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm like, who's he going to fight? I mean, what's he going to do? It shows an origin, so yeah. we see how he becomes the living vampire, but who who's he fighting? Just random hoods? I don't know. I guess so, because he doesn't have a bad guy. He, like, if Venom had Carnage, you know, yeah. or Riot, or whatever the fuck that guy was. Yeah. Morbius doesn't have a, a guy. Yeah, I mean, he was just fighting... Yeah, he fought demons and shit. He fought Lilith and, you know... All those motherfuckers, you know, which right, so, they don't have. I mean, you know, okay, as far let's, as I know. Let's talk, about, let's, let's talk about why this movie even exists to begin with. <laughs> there's, a, there's a specific reason why this movie even exists. Nobody asks for this shit, even though it's probably going to make a shit ton of money anyway. But nobody's just like, oh, we just got to have a Morbius movie. Like, no, we don't. The reason this movie exists is because of the Sony deal. Yeah. Now, don't let this Marvel Cinematic Universe, Spider-Man, Tom Holland shit fool you. Don't let it distract you. Stay woke. Sony's deal is still in place where they have to crank out a, a Spider-Man movie, I, I think, like every seven years, or they lose the rights. Yeah. And here's the thing. Those Tom Holland Spider-Man movies don't count. Yeah. So they got to keep cranking out Venom and Morbius and all shit like that. Matter of fact, I, honestly, I don't even think uh, Spider-Verse counts. Oh, really? Like, I, think, I think it's got to be live action. Hmm. Yeah. That's so that's why they're cranking out Venom. And the reason we're getting a Morbius movie... Is because a uh, you fuckheads two years ago made Venom a smash hit all, uh, all over the world. Yeah. So Sony had you know smelling themselves thinking like, oh, well Lightning will strike twice with us. We can just keep cranking out bad guy movies and just keep the rights and make money. You know, because if Morbius is a hit, guess what's coming next? Craven the Hunter. You already know this. The guy that that, that actually like sounds movie. interesting. I would watch that. <laughs> I, I mean, but, I, that's what I'm saying. What would Craven Hunter do without Spider-Man? Yeah, you know, that's true. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It's like they're missing a crucial point of what makes them them. You know, yeah, he's going to yeah. be just fighting just random hoods and shit like that. And it's just like, eh, I don't know. Because the thing is, like, they, that's the reason you haven't seen, like, you've seen pretty much every Spider-Man villain you can think of except Craven Hunter. And it's because Sony has been saving him for a movie, like, forever. Yeah. Like the last 10, 12 years or something like that. Hell, Ryan Coogler wanted him to be the bad guy in the Black Panther movie. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. But yeah, he wanted him. He was like, I want Black Panther to fight Craven Hunter because Black Craven Hunter in the comics is a Black Panther villain also. You know, mm -hmm. but he's like, no, Sony owns him. You can't use him. I'm like, oh, shit. So why don't you just buy him? <laughs> They couldn't, like, trade, uh, they couldn't trade each other like James Gunn did with uh, Deadpool or whatever? It, it, if they wanted to, I pretty much, I'm pretty sure they could. Yeah, got James Gunn traded Negasonic for Ego or yeah, something Eagle, like that. Yeah. yeah, like and like how they pulled that deal off, I have no idea. But yeah. like I said, it's Fox. They were struggling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they get deals that they want because the thing, the, James Gunn wrote himself in the corner because he wrote that whole script not knowing he didn't have Ego. So, yeah. uh, but yeah, that's my whole thing. So Morbius, eh, man, trailer, another vampire movie. Everybody losing this shit. I still don't see what the big deal is about Jerry Leno. Everybody's going crazy. Uh, maybe he, uh, su su what the fuck? Suicide Squad? Yeah. They did him so dirty. This is change. Look, let's, let's change this narrative. Look, they did not do him dirty. He sucked in the movie. He is the worst fucking Joker ever. So let's stop pretending like we owe him anything. 
He fucking suck. That's the reason he's playing some no-name shit vampire and fucking Joaquin Phoenix got fucking 32 nice Oscar nominations up his ass. Yeah, yeah. We'll talk about that later. They didn't just... Did, well, the thing with Sue is they didn't give him anything to do. That's what the fucking... So what no. they gave him, he sucked. <laughs> We're not going to go there. Fuck that. <laughs> I, okay. I got so much other shit to bitch about suicide. <laughs> exactly. I want you to, you know, say I want you to la- save the hatred for later on when we talk about something specific. Okay. <laughs> Let the hate flow yeah. through. Yeah. By that time, my meds will wear off. I'll be in pain, so I'll be really. Oh, we need to speed this up. I need you. I need you <laughs> as high as a kite when you talk about this shit. So. <laughs> now, another thing about Morbius. Now, that honestly, Eli, there was only two things. That I think the only reason people are actually talking about this this trailer, I think without these two things, nobody would give a shit about the trailer. They just would have just wrote it off as just another generic vampire movie. But one, that poster in the background when Morbius was walking, poster of Spider Man in the back. Oh yeah, yeah, I and saw it. And Murderer on it. Mm-hmm. And was it me or was that the the poster from the Spider Man PS4 game? Was it? I don't know. It I, don't, like, I, don't, it I don't remember the poster, poster from the, the PS4 game. I don't remember the poster for the game. <laughs> well, not the poster, but you know, like those those uh, load screens. Okay. It looked like one of those load screens, like straight out of like they just took that shit and just boom, just th- threw it in the movie. Okay. So, yeah, I don't remember. But the thing is, if they got murder and they're trying to tie the MCU, why isn't he wearing the Tom Holland MCU Spider-Man uniform? Why is he wearing the Sam Raimi Spider-Man uniform? <laughs> I didn't it's, look, it's I didn't it's look at it that hard. <laughs> I, I, I broke this shit down. He like, I framed this shit, frame by frame. Skip, skip, skip. <laughs> Not only that, but at the very end, what's up, Doc? You got Michael Keaton. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, everybody's flipping out. Oh, it's part of the MCU. Because that's what people care. That's what people care. They're assuming it's part of the MCU. Now, I got into it with Gomer earlier today. He's saying, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I'm wrong. Gomer, I'm never wrong. Remember that. <laughs> Now, back to what we're talking about. He's saying, well, I said, I said, now I think Sony is fooling us into thinking this is part of MCU. Because that deal is still in place, but they still got to crank out these movies to uh, to do the MCU. And I'm thinking all this shit is a misdirect. All that Spider-Man is a murderer that's not tying into the MCU, because if it was, that we have the Tom Holland actual suit in there, but Sony can't put the MCU Spider-Man in there. They can't even have Tom Holland in these movies. That's part of the deal that they have. And Michael Keaton at the end of the movie, he never said his name was Adrian Toon. He never said his name was the Vulture. Yes, he was wearing the same exact outfit he was wearing at the end of the uh, English scene. But ain't, ain't, that, ain't the, the Holland, uh, he fulfilled his contract, right? No, 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 no. You know, he got one more movie. He got one more movie on his contract. Oh, really? Oh. But that's for the, the, the yeah, he, yeah, he did. He fulfilled his contract. You're right. But, you know, he, you're right. They might have signed another. No, 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 because they, they remember they extended because they got a third movie coming out. Okay. Uh, so technically, that's the last movie. Now after that, actually, Eli, you bring a good point. <laughs> Maybe they did work some shit out. I don't know. <laughs> Looks like you got to eat another hamburger. <laughs> I'm gonna do a taco this time. <laughs> taco Tuesday. <laughs> so, but like I said, at the end, we have Agent Tunes, aka the Vulture, or or is he? You know, they may want us to think it's the vulture, but it may not be the vulture. He may just walk around. He'd be like, well, what's your name? Oh, Birdman. You know, <laughs> yeah, I'm Birdman. <laughs> I'm Batman. <laughs> think about it. It's Batman and the Joker in a movie together. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> so so we don't know where they're going to go with this. So uh, I think all this thing is a misdirect. Sony still didn't have the rights to put all this stuff in these movies, but they put in just enough in there to get people talking. So people are already talking. Well, that's uh, the only thing that interests me. About the exactly. That, that's the whole point. <laughs> I was like, because it's that thing. I was like, oh, Stick- Vulture, cool. Yeah, <laughs> sticking Michael Keaton at the end of your trailer, regardless of who he's playing, just added another $200 million easily to this movie. Mm-hmm. Just because it may or may not be connected to MCU. So now you got all these fan theories popping up. Oh, what does that mean? Are we going to get Blade versus Morbius or Werewolf by Night or The Living Mummy? Or Calm the fuck down, man. <laughs> you know, We don't know what the fuck they, they're going to do in these movies. Uh, I don't think anything's going to be connected to it. I I don't even think I even went on the IMD page to see what is Michael Keaton's name in the movie unlisted. So there is no proof. In, I, I, I digged into this shit. Eli. I did my homework. <laughs> so there is no proof anywhere as of right now that Michael Keaton is playing the vulture. Now, if it's revealed later on, we get confirmation from the director. Yes, he's playing the vulture. I eat my words or something. You know. <laughs> but. As of right now, there is no confirmation on any of this stuff right now. So I think all of this is misdirect for Sony to make you think that this shit is in the MCU. And it's not. And so that's my thing about the movie. So you all basically you you all you all took the bait. All of you. You've been hoodwinked, bamboozled, let us ray, run them up. So Well, thanks for pissing on all our oatmeal. That's what I do. That's what I'm here for. (laughs) I gotta bring you all back down to reality. Uh, so yeah, moving past that, now can we talk about the Oscar? Sure. Okay. So, like I said, uh, was, was that the big thing, or was it something else we were gonna talk about? I thought you said the Oscar. It's on the banner. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We'll talk about the Oscar. Okay. So yeah, we'll talk about the Oscars. They announced the Oscars early today, and we wake up, and the one, with, the movie with the most Oscar nominations this year is the Joker. Woo-hoo. Or Joker. Yeah. How does so, that make you feel? We, we did it. Okay. <laughs> we can celebrate, Eli. We can relax now. The hard work is done. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, like I said, it is the the, high, the the comic book movie with the most uh, Oscar nominations of all time. Uh, it actually broke Black Panther's record by a good mile. I think Black Panther had seven. So you, well, not a good mile, so it's three more. But still, that's still pretty impressive. Does Joker need all those nominations? Fuck no. I really don't think it needs a best uh best picture nomination, like best picture. Like no. I will say this, Joaquin Phoenix, I do think he is a shoe in. I think he's an easy uh shoe in. It, it's a layup for him to get, you know, best actor. Yeah, well he won the Golden Globes. Yeah. So, so and that's he usually the, that, yeah. that's usually the precursor for whoever wins the Golden Globe usually gets the Oscar. So Yeah, unless something else happens. Because I think it's he's pretty much gonna run away with it. I don't really see Anybody else on there? But here's the thing. Like, let me let me look at the list. Let me look at the list. Okay, I'm a, I'm gonna call out the list leading actors on there. So you got, like I said, Joaquin Phoenix, Antonio Bear Banderas for Pain and Glory, Leonardo DiCaprio. Leo's always a shoe in. Okay, yeah. My mom's favorite uh new actor, Adam Driver. Oh, yep. what's that for? Not Star Wars. Oh, not the. Is that that Marriage Story? Or marriage whatever? Story. It's on yeah. Netflix. Yeah. Have, have you seen it? No, no. I'm scared to see it. Be honest with you. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna tell you why I'm scared to see it. I'm scared to see it because they say this movie is like depressing as fuck. <laughs> they say it's like two married couples and the whole movie about their marriage falling apart. I'm like, do I really want to sit through that? I don't yeah, know. That sounds shitty. Yeah, <laughs> it's fun if like if, when, when you are age, you think about this shit. Like, I don't know if I want to sit through something like that. That's damn near a horror movie. <laughs> 
Uh, and Jonathan Price, the two popes. So, yeah. So who do you, who was your favorite in a Uh Well, the only one I think I you've saw. you've seen more movies than I have. I, was Joker. Oh, I saw Leo. And, uh, yeah, Leo did a good job in Once Upon a Time. I will okay, say so that. So who would you give it to? Uh, Between those two, like I said. I'd give it to Joaquin. I mean, that was a good performance. But that, well, yeah. Leo did good, too, though. So I'm just saying. <laughs> Leo always does good. Yeah, I think Leo, I don't know, man. I might lean towards Leo, man. I don't know. Maybe I'm a little biased because I like that movie better. But Joaquin yeah. did a good job. But Leo did a good job. <laughs> <laughs> there can be only one. Yeah, I'll oh, fuck it. You know, it's a comic book podcast. I'll give it to Joker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you won't upset all uh, both of our fans. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, oh, and for adapted screenplay, check this out. So Joker also got nominated for that. Uh, Jojo Rabbit, Rabbit with Taika Waititi. Yeah. So he's nominated for an Oscar. Uh, Little Women, which we were talking about. We'll talk about Little Women in a second. Uh, don't ask me why. <laughs> the Two Popes. What the fuck is this movie? I don't know. It's about popes, I guess. I guess. I'm scared to watch that movie, too. <laughs> uh, and The Irishman. Okay, Eli, you got to give it to me. Which one had the better screenplay? Irishman or Joker? Oh, The Irishman. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> I'm not going to go through the whole list, but like I said, Joker also got nominated for original, original song. Now, this is where I'm going to get upset. This is where I'm going to get triggered. Not the original song, but original score. Let's see. Feature in the film. Let me go to where it says. Oh, yeah. Obama got nominated for Oscar. Obama? Yeah. What'd he do? Oh, what the fuck did he do? Let me see if I can find it. Let me see if I can find it. Yeah. Okay. Documentary feature. There is a documentary. Basically, they had a, a Netflix documentary about him called American Factory. So all the movies in that list is American Factory, The Cave, Edge of Democracy, For Sama, and Honeyland. Whatever the mm. fuck that is. But American Factory, I think, is the uh, documentary based on him. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, oh, of course, Christy, supporting actor, Joe Pitt. Oh, oh, uh, okay, Eli, I want to know. I don't know what you think about this one. Then, okay, supporting supporting act on this one. So we got Tom Hanks for Beautiful Day of the Neighborhood. You know, uh, supporting really? Yes. He's not the main star. I didn't, I didn't see that movie. So I don't know. I didn't see supporting. it. Supporting. So you think he'd be the main guy? But yeah, yeah it's about it. him, right? I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Oh, but you got Anthony Hopkins and the Two Popes. They okay. really love that movie for some reason. I haven't seen uh, it. Al Pacino in The Irishman. Okay. And Joe Pesci in The Irishman. Okay, yeah, that yeah. was good. And Brad Pitt and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh, I'd go with Pesci. I mean, just seeing those guys act old, like really old, mm -hmm. was pretty cool. That's what mm. I'm going with. Okay, like I, I said, I haven't seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, but between those two, I got to give it to Pacino. Yeah, Pacino was good, too. Pacino stole that movie. He did, yeah. I mean, it's more about him. But for supporting, I mean... I would. I, I, that's another. I would. Why is he a supporting role? It should be more about. He should be for actor. I think. Who Pacino? Yeah, he should be best he, actor. But he didn't show up till an hour in the movie. Yeah, but that movie's like four hours long. That's true, <laughs> but still. But yeah, I just and think we, spoiler, there's another side. The last hour either. I just like. I mean, the, Joe. Pe that was another side of Joe Pesci. We never say. We always see Joe Pesci yelling and screaming and motherfucker, punk, piece of shit, cocksucker. You know. He didn't do that in this movie. He was all laid. This was laid back. This is quiet Joe Pesci. <laughs> so True. I, I like that. So <laughs> Old and middle out Joe Pesci. I agree with you on that one. I, I still give it to Pacino. Pacino just, just stole that movie. I just, okay. Yeah, he did. Yeah, it, that, that's a good. That, that was good. 
Okay. Yeah. Here's where I'm going to get triggered. Well, one of the times I'm going to get triggered. Original score. Now, I'm not going to let you call it. I'm going to call this out myself. So we got the Joker. Got nominated for original score. What is no that? How does that. that score go? What is the Joker's theme? <laughs> it sounds like so a cat. <laughs> That's basically what it sounds. But you know what? It, it, it fit the mood. It fit the atmosphere of the movie. So honestly, I have no problem with the Joker winning. You know, we're getting nominated for best score. We're getting nominated for best score. You know. Oh, what else we have? <laughs> Little Women. What the fuck? Okay. We'll come back to that in a second. I still have a, a score to with that. Marriage Story. What the fuck? You're like, we might have to watch that movie. Awesome. Do a commentary? <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm scared of a commentary on that, man. We, we might, <laughs> might need therapy after this shit. I don't know. Uh, the score at 1917. Okay. Still haven't seen yep. that. Yep. And this one you have seen, Star Wars Rise of Skywalker. That got best score? Yeah. Why is that getting best score? That fucking thing, that score is like 40 years old. I know. He just, maybe that's why. He just <laughs> uses all his old, his greatest hits. You what know? the fuck? It's a John Williams mixtape. <laughs> <laughs> but, Eli, I, I feel like a movie got snubbed. Oh, yeah? You know what movie I think I got snubbed? You already for know the, what movie I think I snubbed. For best score? For best score. Uh, Rocket Man? No, but, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now that you I haven't seen Rocket Man, but you just would assume that it would win best score. <laughs> but, no, not that one. Actually, Rocket Man didn't win and didn't get nominated for anything. Oh, that sucked. Because it got people not, pissed about that. It, yeah, it got it won some Golden Globes. That's weird. Yeah. Yeah, it didn't get nominated for anything. I, I think that, that I think that dude won for the guy who played him, Elton John. The guy who played Elton John won for Golden. Edger, Edger, Taron, yeah, Edgerton or whatever. Yes, yeah, yeah, whatever guy's name is. That guy, yeah, um, yeah, but he ain't nominated for shit. So yeah, they. I, I think because the last movie, you know, Queen came out last year, they didn't want to do a re, you know, a, a redo. So they just yeah. give them anything. Been there, Which, honored that. Yeah. Yeah, like we, we've done, we've done our part time. So <laughs> that's it. You get one freebie. So that's it for that. No, the movie I think that got snubbed was Avengers Endgame. For score? Yes, for score. I think the movie got snubbed for score. But that score is like ten years old too, isn't it? Like. <laughs> I mean, better than 40, like, with John Williams. <laughs> I, I, no, I, I, okay, okay. But here's the thing. Okay, so this, for the, this, the musical composer of Avengers Endgame, and I look this up, it's Alan Silvestri. Like I said, he's done some classic movies, Back to the Future, all kind yeah. of other crazy shit also. But for this one, yes, he did take some of the old Avengers themes that he did back in 2012, which I think Avengers should have won back then also. I guess that, 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 didn't, 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 didn't. That, yep. that that last uh, everybody remembers that that yeah. sticks in your head you know yeah. <laughs> you know when they're coming out the portal and shit like that you know it sticks in your head you just play that and you would instantly think of that scene yeah dun, you dun, know. Dun, dun, dun. and then assemble and then back back to the back to the old one <laughs> come on Eli that's some epic shit man <laughs> sure why not okay anyway I said I was gonna get triggered anyway <laughs> Uh, I tell you this though, I'm, here's here's the ones I think Joker are gonna win a uh, shoe in for and easily. Well, actually, it may not be easily. Okay, Joaquin Phoenix gonna eat it, win it easily, and I would have said cinematography. Yeah, that that what's that up against though? 1917. Okay, and I heard that one's like all. It's one of those one take movies. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it was up. It was until 1917 came out. They're like, uh, uh-uh, uh, that's it. Yeah. What okay. else is it up against? 
I mean, it's like eleven fucking movies. Oh, you mean like uh for uh yeah? Coming? Trying to think of who would all like for cinematography. I... I'm, I'm looking for it right now. Let me see. Okay, cinematography. Okay, okay, I got. Oh, 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 you gonna like this one? You like you gonna like this one? Okay. So cinematography, you got The Irishman. Eh. Okay. That's that. I, I wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It was on uh, TV. I don't get. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, Joker, like I said, The Lighthouse. I didn't know that came I, out. I that. didn't. I didn't see that yet. I Everybody don't... keeps talking about it. Everybody's yeah. saying like that's the movie that proves he's Batman. Like that movie. Like okay. Uh, 1917. Like we were saying. And, oh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Okay, but the, even that. <sighs> okay, I can see that, but yeah, okay, that. Nominated, yeah. Nominated. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Now, time for me to get triggered again. Okay. So, and here's a weird one. Supporting actress. Supporting actress. Supporting actress. Okay. Okay. So we got Kathy Bates and Richard Jewell. Whatever. I, I think you that. told me what that movie is and I forgot. Oh. Laura Dern for Marriage Story. We haven't seen it. Uh Scarlett Johansson for Jojo Rabbit, even though she was in Marriage Story, but like fuck that. Uh, Florence Pugh for Little Women and Margaret Wright for Bombshell. Actually, no, this is not the one that's going to trigger me. That wasn't the one. It was lead actress. Where is that one? Not supporting. I don't really give a fuck about this. Where is it? Lead actress. Okay, let's go back. Let's go back. Let's go back. Now I'm going to get triggered. Now I'm going to get triggered. Okay. So, lead actress. I don't, I don't give a fuck about supporting. I give a fuck about lead. So, lead actress is Cynthia Erivo in Harriet. Oh, okay. Yeah, remember my Harry review? Yeah, you didn't like that, did you? I didn't like that movie at all. I'll talk about that in a second. Uh, Scarlett Johansson for Marriage Story. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Saris Ronan for Little Women. Uh, yeah, I guess. Uh, Charlize Theron for Bombshell. I need to go see Bombshell. I keep hearing good things about this movie. It's that Fox News yeah. shit. And Renee Zilwisher for Judy. Okay. Now, here's my problem, Larry. Okay, we talked about this in January back in 2019. Who I thought was going to be a shoe in for lead actress for the Oscars. Who I thought well, no, actually, who my who I thought was going to get the best performance was not going to get nominated, and that was Lupita Nyong'o in Us. Now, Us was not the best movie of all time. I thought it was in. Eh. Thought it was worse than Get Out. However, I do think that Lupita carried that movie. Her performance carried that movie all the way through it. And I thought that easily she would have got nominated for something on there. But I already knew she wasn't because there's no agenda to the movie. And guess who got nominated? The lead actress, Harriet Tubman. <laughs> so, now of course, you know I'm going to get pissed about the Eli. The only black actress that got nominated was for a slave movie. Mm -hmm. Harriet, the only black movie that got nominated. So I'm like, come on, man. Really, that's what you're going to do? Now, I'm not going to go this whole Oscar so white or Oscar so penisy and, you know, uh, tirade that Twitter's on right now. I'm just saying it's just another one of those snubs. That's all. I feel like Lapita got snubbed. I feel like uh, Alvin, Alan Silvestri got snubbed. And he's, you know, white as snow. <laughs> you know. Uh, I also feel like your boy got snubbed. Adam Sandler. Oh, yeah. He didn't get snubbed. He did, yeah. That was our... Was, he, was that Oscar-worthy, though? I mm. saw... It's a good movie. I'm just saying, is it Oscar-worthy, though? I don't know. Sure. Why not? Are any of these other movies Oscar-worthy? <laughs> Uh, I, well, I mean, we've named some movies that you know, like mm, I don't know. Yeah, I, well, I didn't see Jojo. I hear Jojo Rabbit's good. Yeah, I'm hearing. Um, I'm hearing things about it also. What's all for best picture? I've seen more, and that's just weird. Weird thing is, I've seen a lot of the ones that are 
nominated for Best Picture. Oh, I ain't even nominated. Okay, I ain't even called out Best Picture yet. Okay, Best Picture. Here's the Best Picture movies. And like I said, we're not saying that, what's the name, Jim and I, Uncut Gems? I'm not saying it should be nominated for Best Picture, but yeah. here's the Best Picture movies. You got Ford vs. Ferrari. I want to see that. Oh, yeah. The Irishman. The Irishman. Jojo okay. Rabbit. Joker. Yeah. Little Women. Yeah. Marriage Story. 1917. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And Parasite. Okay. Now, Parasite, I think, is a, is a foreign film. Yeah, I've seen that. I saw... Like, I saw, Netflix? like... I, no, I saw it. No, it's not yet. It's still out in the theaters, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I saw about half of those then. Um, okay. I haven't seen... And, and you know what? Honestly, Eli, I, I would have liked for uh, My Name is Dolomite to get something. But yeah. I don't know what it was Yeah, since... Uh, yeah, I mean, since that, it sounds like Netflix is trying to break... Like, yeah. Trying to legitimize themselves, like with Marriage Story and The Irishman. I mean, but like you said, this, this is not the first time they went, didn't their movie didn't they have a movie win Best Picture? The or nominated Roma a couple years ago. I thought it won. It didn't win, but it was oh, okay. nominated. It was just nominated. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, so, so that's my whole thing. And a lot of people get pissed off because you know, look, you can't get too pissed off because you know there's not enough women get nominated or not enough people of color get nominated stuff like that. Look who's voting. This is expected, so don't get too upset about this stuff. That's the thing. We get too upset about not being invited to the table. Make your own fucking table. Yeah. With this, with this you know? Taiki Waititi, like, he ain't white. He's, right. like, indigenous. He's not, he's from New Zealand, indigenous to New Zealand. And what's it, the, the Parasite, that's from Korea, South Korea. Hell, uh, 1917, Sam Mendes isn't white. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's not you enough know, women, so- I guess, but little women, I mean, I don't know. Who, who, let me see who I saw some is. shit about oh Hustlers wasn't nominated. Hustlers wasn't that. It's good. a fucking stripper movie. That wasn't gonna get nominated. It wasn't that good. I saw Hustlers. It was all right. So you didn't see Hustlers. I, yeah. I was gonna see it, but I get chance to see it. It was so all I'm right. Who got nominated for a little bit? It's better than I thought it was gonna be, but I don't think it's. I didn't think it's like wowed me like oh so J Lo needs an Oscar for this. No, she don't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she ain't doing anything she hasn't done before. Running around in a whore outfit. That she'd right. done in all the vid music videos and all the same shit. She like she did only Living Color. Yeah, she hasn't, yeah, has, has, hasn't done anything new <laughs> in that movie. <laughs> you know, that movie's I. You know. <laughs> okay. So I'm trying to see Gritta. Because I'm, I'm saying it because people were getting pissed about. The Little oh, Women? Yeah, I hear that. Yeah, yeah. because, because the, the movie got nominated for Best Picture, but, but she, didn't, she didn't get nominated for Best Director. Director. Yeah. Yeah. Eh. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't now, know. Like I said, I didn't see Little Women. I don't plan on seeing Little Women. Yeah, it's but... just an, and that's just another. How many times has that movie been made? Right, that's another thing. <laughs> like it's been made over and over and over again. So well, maybe because it it's modern times, there's a car in it this time. It's supposed to wow us this time. I don't know. I don't know. It's <laughs> but at the same time, like people shouldn't get upset over this stuff like that. You know who's voting for the Oscars, so don't get upset when you see stuff like that. You know. Yeah. I wish Avengers Endgame got more nominations. Yeah, I thought this was the comic book. Oscar year. No, 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 no. Eli, we've been down this road before. We've been down this road before. Disney strong arm them last year. Well, like every time people bitch, the very next year they hook they hook those people up. You know, they said Oscar so white. Next year, boom, Moonlight or Moonrise or whatever the Moon movie, the Black right. Moon movie wins. You know what I mean? <laughs> Weird. Then in the movie the year after that, somebody fucked a fish and they won. Yeah, you know? and then fucking yeah, this time 
you know, you know, this all this com- comic book movies aren't cinema. Uh, everyone's bitching. Well, okay, half these motherfuckers are the reason why we still exist. We better get these motherfuckers to watch the Oscars. So let's fucking nominate Joker. Right. <laughs> give them all the awards. Give like, all the awards so these fucking kids will watch this shit. Well, all of a sudden, give a fuck about this Oscar shit. <laughs> so that's what this is for. Next year, it will be all women. Nothing but women next year. Nothing but women. <laughs> so. Little women, big women, small women. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's the thing about the Oscars. Uh, it comes out in February. Well, Eli, I have no reason to watch it. I don't really give a shit if Joker wins. Nah. I mean, if it does. I mean, I was rooting for Black Panther last year. I'm yeah. like, okay, you're going to nominate Black Panther, all these seven awards like that? What won last year anyways? I don't even remember. I don't even really watch the Oscars either. I don't, yeah. but I watched it that year because I root for the Black Panther just yeah. to win. But I like if they don't win, whatever. But it did win three. Joker, I don't give a shit. If it wins, it's cool. Yeah, so, I, yeah, I'll just – now, unless they have some kind of, like, wacky-ass comedian like like Ricky Gervais did last week with the Golden Globes, maybe I'll watch. <laughs> but until then, yeah, fuck them. Yeah. Who do you want to win? I'll watch Soul Train and Wolf when they come out. <laughs> so, oh, uh, shit, what's next on the agenda? I think we had it. You want to talk about New Mutants? Should we talk about New Mutants? Oh, I guess, sure. I guess. New Mutants came out. It was a thing. Uh, yeah. Didn't look as bad as I thought it was going to look. Yeah, I'm I excited d- for that more than Morbius, to be honest with you. Uh, yeah, I am too. I was actually, I'm actually excited for the movie. <laughs> yeah, that's just yes. me. I actually did oh, a- that, That's another thing. People are saying about, and they had a whole thing about it. Also, it's tied to the MCU, so like that. But that blurb that they put out there that said it was tied to MCU, it got deleted the next day. Yeah, so. that, it's not. It's no, not. It's... <laughs> or it may be. Yeah, it was supposed it's like you know, like like Agents of Shield and the Human were. Tied to MCU, that's how New Mutants is. Yeah, they, no, they're not doing shit. They they didn't even do reshoots. They didn't even do reshoots. But yeah. Eli, if that movie becomes a, a sleeper hit out of nowhere and makes Marvel a shitload of money, they may walk back these comments. Yeah. But if it, you know, just does mediocre yeah. shit like that, I, it, doesn't, like, ha- it doesn't have to be. Just let it be what it is. No, it, it but it does. Eli, that's what we just talked about with Morbius. Like. Up until the last two seconds of the Morbius trailer, no one gave a shit. Then the last two seconds, people gave a shit. So the same thing with uh with with New Mutants. When that blurb came out, people all of a sudden got excited about New Mutants. Oh, the interest in mutants. Oh, how are we gonna do that? Now the blurb got deleted. They're like, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, so, that no one gave a fuck about this movie anyways. You know, everyone wrote this movie off fucking couple years ago. <laughs> yeah, because Marvel themselves are trying to kill the movie off. Yeah. I mean that's why they. I mean they. There was rumors of reshoots and, but they never got. I mean the only reason why they didn't do any reshoots is because half the cast is on Game of Thrones and Stranger Things, and they could never <laughs> right. get them get them all back together. So it kept getting delayed and delayed, and then the Fox Disney deal went through, and they said, well fuck it, with that you know we're not going to release this because of that and blah 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 blah, and and it just got okay. Well New Mutants kept getting delayed, so it must suck. And that's basically what went down the grapevine. And, you know, so now they're like, well, fuck it. We got this movie, you know, fuck doing, fuck spending more money. Let's just put it out. <laughs> right. No, no, we have yeah. to worry about release the whatever cut down the road. Yeah. You know, let's just put the shit out. I mean, dude moved on. I mean, he's doing the stand, I think, for the Stephen King stand movie now or TV show or whatever it's going on. I mean, they all moved on. But, yeah, uh, so just put the shit out there, you know, and, and I'm glad we're getting the original version as the director intended. Yeah. I'm fine with that. Yeah, I Good actually... Good or bad, I don't care. I'm I actually shot a fucking reaction video to it. 
that morning. It, it dropped and broke down the trailer and everything. <laughs> I must have missed it. Did you post it? I did yeah. not. I did not. I By the time, because I was running errands, by the time I got back home and shit, everyone was bitching about it. And I was like, eh, I don't care anymore. You lost interest in that I just like, fuck it. By the time I get yeah, this. Like, why do we have to kill your love for this shit? Yeah. I was, <laughs> by the time I upload it all and edit it and all that shit, it's going to be like, you know, nighttime and there's already a thousand reaction videos and people were bitching. And I was like, I don't care. <laughs> so, I mean, so far, like I said, it looked good. Now, now could I bitch about, you know, uh, Cecilia Ray's looking nothing like she does in the comics, you know, or uh, Sunspot, you know, Roboto the cops looking nothing like coming. I could bitch about that, yeah. you know. But I'm not. I, I could bitch about the, the 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 questionable heritage, native heritage of. Wait, wait, Danny wait, 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 we went through this last year, Eli. <laughs> you said she passed. You said she had papers. I guess. I get. Yeah, that's what I I I did some digging, and it turns out she probably yeah, she probably is. <laughs> <laughs> See, you the only reason I was trying to get excited for this movie. I was like, okay, they they whitewash Sunspot, they whitewash uh, Cecilia Reyes. Well, at least they got uh, Danny Moonstar. Okay, at least they got her right. You know. Yeah. Now you're saying that's questionable. Yeah, that's questionable too. But oh, from what sure. I understand, I guess her family got adopted out, which is why she wasn't raised. She was raised in Cali or whatever. Okay. And so, but I found an article where an interview with her where she is going back to the res and speaking to the youth and trying to reconnect, which is at least a step. Yeah. But she was, she's been basically raised outside of her, you know, her traditions. So, um, and that, that, and that's a big thing for natives. You know, if you're, if you know who your family is, you're, you know, where you're from, that's a big deal. You know, um, she, I guess, didn't. So that's why there was all these questions about it. I mean, I can't, I don't hold it against her. Yeah, I don't either. I mean, like, what the hell? I mean, at least she's making an effort and trying to reconnect. Yes, there was a bunch of native, like, other native actresses who could have fucking played, a, you know, played Danny Moonstar and um, that could have, you know, could have got the job, too. You know, yeah. we would have liked to have seen, you know, instead of who the fuck is this chick all of a sudden. <laughs> you know what I mean? Eli, it, it, you got to take what you can get sometimes. Yeah. So, you know, you can't be in the desert, get water, and complain because of no ice in it. Yeah, that's where I'm at. I'm like, okay, I guess she technically she is. So I guess. So they sure. gave us a light skinned storm with Halle Berry. You know, some <laughs> shit you just gotta just take, just go with it. Yeah. You know. So, now they do it a third time. We have problems, Marvel. Yeah, at least she ain't Asian. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Scarlett Johansson, right? Yeah. <laughs> all right, move past that. Because here's the thing. So, watch this segue. So, New Mutant's supposed to be Marvel's first horror movie, right? But there was supposed to be another one, but then, like, it's going to happen because of Doctor Strange. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, right. Doctor Strange, Method of Madness, Multiverse of Madness, whatever the fuck it is. Okay, because mm -hmm. the director, Scott Derrickson, uh, is no longer directing because of, what, what do they call it? I forgot. Creative differences. Creative differences. Creative differences is what they, what they have, so... He has parted ways with Marvel. Nobody knows why. Like I said, we got this covered. I think it has all the answers, so they're just making up some bullshit about what happened. But we can kind of slowly kind of guess what might have happened. Mm -hmm. Is that he may have been looking for a like a, a strong horror angle. And Kevin Feige wouldn't have any shit. Yeah. You know, I'm thinking that's what might have happened. So They um, neutered him. And it's like, nah, man, I like my dick. 
So fuck this, I'm out. <laughs> you, you really think he stood his ground? You think this will happen? I'm sure that's probably what it was. It's like, you know, I want to do this. And they're like, no. So, okay, later. And that's what happens. That's what keeps happening. <laughs> I'm just saying, you, you say it like he stood his ground. Like, like either this stays Kevin Feige or I go. I don't think that happened. I was like, please, Kevin Feige. I'll tell you what the fuck you want. No, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I think that's what happened. Oh, well, whatever. Either way, he wanted to do something. They didn't want to let him. That's, that's what happened, yeah. So I think this is going to be just, you know, you know, standard Marvel movie number yeah. 574. It's not going to have any teeth to it. Yeah. You know, you know it'll be and what they're going to hire a director that are really known. Because that's what they do. They hire no-name directors to crank this shit out. Yeah. And that's the thing. I don't understand why Marvel does that. Because when they hire good directors, you know, well-established directors, they get good movies. Yeah. When you hire no-name directors, you get Thor The Dark World. You yeah. get Captain Marvel. So I, all this shit goes hand in hand. So I don't know why Marvel keeps doing this shit. Scott Derrickson, he was like a good horror director, you know. Yeah. Sinister. Scar- the- he made. Uh, didn't he make a, a hell one of those Hellraiser sequels too? And that, that's your wheelhouse. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. He's made some <laughs> shit. Um, yeah. But I mean, on a recent viewing of Doctor Strange, mm-hmm. like it's not that bad. Well, it's I mean, still Iron Man on S. I yeah. I mean, it's 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 fine. You know, it's it's cool. It had a nice visual. I give it <laughs> yeah, a nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a kung fu movie on acid. Yeah. <laughs> I, I give you that. Yeah. Yeah. You know. <laughs> so, but that's my whole thing. So I think he wanted to take it a step further, like really do some crazy shit. But Kim Feige like, no, this is what it's gonna be. And that's the thing. Like, I don't, I don't. We, like I said, Marvel's moving into a newer direction. Like fans, like the the Black Widow trailer just dropped tonight. I felt nothing. Is there a new one? It's a new one, yeah. Oh, yeah. Taskmaster's more in it. He's got the shield throwing it like Captain America and shit like that. Oh. I'm just like, eh, okay. It's, it's, it's like female Marvel's... Captain America. <laughs> <laughs> now, like I said, that's another bit I have going on with Gomer. So if I made mean, Taco Net, if it's not, you know, if she, you know, if it's not a she, you know. So, yeah, that's the thing. It makes me wonder about the direction Marvel is headed. Because, like I said, we don't have Robert Downey Jr. anymore. We don't have Chris Evans anymore. So who do we have to look forward to? You know what? You know, Danny Portman? You know, Captain Marvel 2? You know, The Eternals? What, what the fuck is Eternal? I, we said this last year when they announced this shit, or last summer. Yeah, it's, like, it's, it's, it's making me worry, Eli. When, when they announced, when Disney, or I mean, when Marvel announced that, you know, the announcement of their next lineup, I'm like, okay. I don't really care about anything. Okay, uh, Master of Kung Fu, sure, I'll check that out. That sounds okay, now, cool. Now, Master Kung Fu. They Blade, actually, do I really give a shit about a new Blade movie that's not going to be rated R? Not if, it's, not if it's not connected to Morbius. <laughs> you know, or just rated R. I mean, my favorite Blade movie, I mean, Blade 2 is one of the dopest movies ever. <laughs> right, because it had all the, you know, yeah. <laughs> blood and gore and shit in it, you know. Yeah, and I don't, I can't, I can't get excited about an MCU Blade movie because I know it's going to be neutered. <laughs> exactly. Now you even Mother Flippers when I skate uphill. Like, what the yeah. fuck is the Mother Flipper? Yeah. Mother Hubbard, you know. All right, but uh, what was that movie? Mask on Fu, Shang-Chi, whatever the fuck it is. I, I don't know how close this is, but something about that movie I've heard has piqued my interest. Okay. I'm hearing it's going to be like Marvel's version remake of Into the Dragon. And that sounds cool. Yeah, as basically you know. was, because that's all the comic was. Basically, Shang Chi was a spy. Was Bruce Lee? He was their yeah. Bruce Lee. That's well, they call him the, the House of Ideas. Shit. They're just right. hey, what are the kids into? Well, let's do that. 
Oh, the kids right. like Kung Fu. Kids like Bruce Lee. Well, here's Shang Chi. You know. Yeah. Oh, they like Rambo. Here's the Punisher. Oh, they're in the <laughs> monsters. Here's the Hulk. Here's Man Thing. Here's. That's what they do. That's what Here's the Fantastic Four. Hey, let's make a vampire. Morbius. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Oh, we, oh, the comics code. Oh, well, he's not dead. He's living. <laughs> <laughs> he's undead. You know, he's a, but, he's well, a living what vampire. Saying, they got to be an interesting idea because they're saying he's going to be in a fighting tournament. You know, like the Kumite or some shit like that. I don't, yeah. I don't know how true this is. Take it with a grain of salt, but it seems he's gonna be like in a in a fighting tournament. The <laughs> Mandarin, just like that old dude in Into the Dragon, is gonna be, you know, running, you know, human trafficking and drugs and guns and shit like that. He's supposed to be uncovering it. But, but just a big budget kung fu movie sounds awesome. To me. Yeah, but here's you know the thing: mean? if you're gonna have a fighting tournament, Kumite, that means you can have like no name, like D list martial art, you know. Marvel characters just, just shoehorn in there. You can bring back Betrock. Yeah. yeah or guys like a vet level. You know, just throw them in there as cameos and people just freak out. Oh, I remember him from such and such. I, he was on Marvel's Capcom. He was on the animated. You know, just flip out for some shit like that. You just do shit. You know? Yeah. And people get excited, get excited over it. Yeah. I mean, that's what Enter, Enter the Dragon was a big budget Hollywood kung fu movie. Yeah. That's all it was. <laughs> they they all dumped a bunch of money like, into in kung fu. Yeah. They dumped a bunch of money into a kung fu flick, and that's why it's a classic. And this can exactly. be that again, you know. Di- Although, with Disney money. Man, when you really watch the movie, it, you could tell they really didn't have faith in Bruce Lee. They yeah. had all these other folks around him. Yeah. Like, what was that old dude from Nightmare on Elm Street? Why, oh, John Saxon? Yeah. John Saxon, yeah. yeah. He didn't know karate. No, he didn't. He's just in there because, you know, they needed a white guy. You know. You got to have a white guy. Yeah, they, they didn't want to scare everybody away, so they had to right. throw a white guy in. You know? And you had Jim Kelly. Had yeah, Jim and then Jim Kelly, and you had that because that was the, that was the American audience for kung fu at the time. Was the inner city, you know, you know yeah. everybody was. I mean, because kung fu movies were playing the grindhouse, CD inner city theaters and shit. So yeah, you had the black neighborhoods, the, the you know the the lower income minority neighborhoods, loving all this shit, loving the kung fu craze, and that was a way to suck. That was their demographic. Well, let's throw Jim Kelly in it, you know. So yeah, yeah. already had a name around the time. And, I, Jones. and now I don't give two shits about Mulan, but this is why I'm excited about Shang Chi because I saw the Mulan trailer and that has a lot of cool visuals of like old school, like '90s Hong Kong shit, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, oh wow, if they do this shit with Shang Chi, then Shang Chi could be dope, you know. As a kung fu fan, I'm a. So I, not I, I just like have it like where the second team is running to get some no name director, you know. Yeah. To do this shit, you know. Yeah, if they got it, it's, right. It better it better look like some some grindhouse old seventies kung fu, all that shit. And just make the court get to get good, good choreo. Get you get Wu Ping again. Get some wire work again and shit. You know what I mean? Right. We haven't seen wire work in a while. You know. <laughs> That's the thing. It, it it needs to break away. Marvel needs to break away from that formula <laughs> they have. Yeah. Like when you look at a movie, you can tell it's Marvel. Like Black Black Widow, you can tell. It's a Marvel movie. Matter of fact, my mom saw like that's another thing about that Star Wars. Not not blaming Star Wars, but it was fucking twenty five minutes worth of trailer. Yeah, that's a long motherfucker. Started. Yeah, I remember that. I'm watching. Movie, I'm watching like what the fuck, man. But Black Widow came on. Like my mom has no idea who Black Widow is. So when the movie came on, she was like halfway kind of interested. You don't know it's a superhero movie because you know she's she's wearing her Black Widow outfit, but you don't know superhero. It's just like like tactical armor, you know, whatever mm-hmm. like that. But once the fat dude show shows up with the Captain America and Russian outfit. That's what you checked out. She's like, nope. I'm oh, out. Oh, this shit. 
Because <laughs> that's when it turned into a comic book movie. She's like, nah, I don't give a fuck about this movie now. <laughs> so, but that's the thing. These movies got to really, they got to really break up the form. And they got it. Marvel has to get to the point where they actually, they have to do what DC is doing now. Yeah. Because DC is letting their, they're giving their directors free reign. Yes. Like Shazam was a Shazam movie. Shazam doesn't look like Joker. You know, none of these movies look like Aquaman. Aquaman are like, let's do Lord of the Rings on the sea. Mm-hmm. Okay, boom, there you go. You know, every movie has their own visual style. And that's what Marvel needs to start doing going forward. Yes, Rob Dan Jr. carried your ass. He's gone now. You have to find something else to keep people interested in and give these directors more style. Hire more directors with a a voice or, you know, an art style of their own. Like Scott Scott Derrickson did. Now he's going to get some no-name yes-man. Taika Waititi, look what happened to Ragnarok. Exactly. Hell, look what he did with that one episode of of The Mandalorian. Of The Mandalorian. (laughs) <laughs> right. Like, even if you don't know the movie, you could – like, that's him. He yeah. wrote this shit. Yeah. You know. Yeah, you know. I, I don't know. I'm, just, I'm I'm worried, Eli. They had me worried. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. Uh, moving on. Can we move on to the video game section now? Sure. Okay, let's move. It's just real quick. Uh, PlayStation – well, Sony has announced officially the PlayStation 5 is coming out. They, they announced the logo. Uh, and everybody's freaking out with the logo because the logo doesn't look any different from what it's looked like for the last 20 years. Like, why would you expect it to be anything different? Yes, PS5. That's it. It's coming out this holiday season, just like the Xbox is coming out this holiday season. So save your money. Uh, I'm hearing all kind of rumors, stuff like that. I think they actually came out and said, like, uh, the Xbox, whatever it's going to be called, won't have any exclusives the first year. So whatever game they come out with will be playable on the other Xbox games also. It just won't look as good as the other ones will. PlayStation really haven't announced any like definitive things yet, or they have. I think it's gonna have like Blu-ray or some bullshit like that. Uh, but all these other rumors that people are making up, like it's gonna be able to play every single game ever, back to compatibility, all the way back to 1998. Don't believe in any shit. Everybody's freaking out of there, thinking it's gonna be that. It's gonna make you pancakes in the morning and kiss your bed, and Xbox gonna get your blowjob and all this shit like that. Don't believe any of that stuff <laughs> until you actually get official confirmation. Now, Sony is not gonna make E3 this year. They're going to have their own separate press conference. We'll see what we go. But Xbox, they're going to blow it all out. So we'll just have to wait and see what happens with that. So let me say, can we move on to the next part of the podcast? Sure. I'm keeping the video game section short now since make sure shit happens. So this is the, uh, since we're the comic book bullies, this is the part we actually talk about the comic books. The comic books came out, and we're going to jump into this bad boy and kind of go from there. So I guess we're going to start with, with the Xbox first. Uh, sure. Yeah, I only read one. I'm not reading all the other bullshit. That's the only one that matters. Uh. For those that don't know, like I said, it's like 15 million X-Books out right now. The best X-Book out right now is X-Force. I'm doing a Wakanda forever sign right now. That's X-Force. Uh, so this is X-Force number five. And basically what happened in the last issue is that uh, one of their, like, drug, you know, the pharmaceutical bases got, got ambushed by some terrorists. So Wolverine and Quentin Quire... Kid Omega, they go to try to find out what the hell's going on, but soon they get there, the, the their portal was rigged for explosives, and they blow up. So half of Wolverine is in California at that pharmaceutical base, and the other half of Wolverine is back in Krakoa. Same thing with Quentin Quire. His body is in Krakoa, but his head is in California. So yeah, he he's dead. Oh, um, and what do we got here? Okay, so um, but the thing is. Then the bad guy's about to shoot Wolverine. They're like, he's chopped in half. He, obviously, he's, if he ain't dead now, he's going to die. So just leave him and do whatever. Uh, Domino 
was about to go through the portal with them. But when she saw the shit blows up, she's stuck in Krakoa. So she's trying to find an alternate route to get there. So she's trying to get in contact with uh with Gateway to kind of like teleport her there. Now, while these terrorists are still just ransacking this place and stealing every Krakoa thing they can find, all of a sudden they get stabbed in the chest by Wolverine. Even though half Wolverine's body has been blown off, he crawled to them to kill them. So the other two guys that were there, they're like, I told you you should have shot him when you had a chance. Shoot the fuck out of him now. So they just shot Wolverine, just shot him until he stopped moving. You know, the bottom half, I mean, the top half of him just stopped shooting so he just stopped stabbing the shit out of him. Uh, Domino finally makes it over there. She makes it there. Uh, Gateway makes it there. And your boy, Forge, makes it there. So he's there. Yeah. So he's there. Uh, he had he's carrying the bottom half of Wolverine in his left hand. Like he has some kind of like mech suit or some shit, but it's like a crow a tree mech suit or some shit. It's Forge. He does weird shit. He takes the bottom half of Wolverine, takes the top half of Wolverine, smash them together. He's like, okay, now heal. Give you a chance. <laughs> when you heal, you start fighting everybody else. So Domino is just going fucking nuts. Cause remember, these are the guys, these are the same guys from the first issue that tortured her, cut half her skin off, something like that. So she's just chopping motherfuckers at left and right. She don't care. She's just going fucking nuts. And Beast is on comms telling her, because the rule in Krakoa is that mutants are not allowed to kill humans. That is the number, that's the cardinal rule. Unless you're X-Force. X-Force has a license to kill. But Beast is telling uh, Domino, Domino, we need these motherfuckers alive so we can question them. Stop killing these people. Every time I send X Force on a mission, y'all kill everybody and don't bring anybody back. So bring them back. Domino's like, I don't care. I'm killing everybody. And like, and then she gets down to the last person, and Beast is like, Domino, I'm warning you. You better not do it. And then they cut to the end, and Domino brings the, the so he brings the guy back so Beast can interrogate her. And she and Wolverine, Wolverine is finally healed or like healing, you know. And they have a beer in the sunset. The end. Okay. Yeah. So exciting book. I love X Force. <laughs> okay. Oh, uh, Hickman is not the writer of this. Some dude named Benjamin Percy. I think didn't it get reviewed by Comic Cast? I think. I didn't listen to them. Okay, never mind. <laughs> I, not the new one. I didn't listen. To <laughs> Shout out to Comic Cast. I mean, one of those other issues. I mean, one of those other episodes was like that. Yeah. Awesome book. I'm gonna give it a four point five out of five. Just action. Wolverine. I, I don't really like it when Wolverine is just unkillable. Like I like him because I once I'm cool with him being killed because they can regrow him anyway. But when he gets chopped in half, filled with two AKs or whatever the fuck they were shooting with before, and he's still up chopping people in half with half a body. I don't know if that's awesome. It's just like okay, you're going a little bit too far. <laughs> so, but yeah, four point five out of five. All right, cool. I guess I'll go with what Ghost Rider number four. Cool. So basically, Johnny Blaze uh, is looking for Mephisto, um, who's been in prison in Las Vegas. Uh, he goes there to uh, basically take him back to hell because uh, demons are running around acting a fool. Um, Danny Ketch no longer has the, the the spirit of vengeance. He goes to Limbo and fights that Belasco dude. Is that his name, Belasco? Uh, you got me. Yeah, uh, another demon dude. I think they Blasco gives him like the power, like not the, not the spirit of vengeance, but like another sort of uh, another power, like the power of whatever he has, the spirit of corruption or something. So he, so okay. Danny Ketch becomes like a big giant knight guy with a fucking sword and shit. <laughs> but meanwhile, in Las Vegas, all the demons are coming, uh, trying to you know get Mephisto and shit. And uh, him and Wong, Ghost Rider and Wong, are fighting them all off. 
Okay. And then they fucking uh, the, the Johnny Blaze like, okay, I gotta take Mephisto and take him back down. And Wong is like, no man, I can't let you. So fucking Ghost Rider does the penance stare on Wong. I'm like, what the fuck? Oh shit! You yeah. Can't... On Wong. I'm like, what the fuck did Wong do? <laughs> <laughs> Wong probably got all kind of bodies buried everywhere. Just chilling, like... He like, yeah, he goes insane. He goes, ah, like, oh shit. <laughs> so Wong's must, Wong's done some dirt. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so that's pretty much the story. Uh, four out of five. It was fun. I'm digging this Ghost Rider run. So, yeah. Cool. Cool. Okay. Uh, shoot. You want to do Batman? Should I do Batman? You can do Batman. Okay. I mean, you know, Batman's kind of your wheelhouse, but okay. So this is Batman, and the reason we're doing, we're the reason I'm doing Batman, because like I said, I usually don't boo Batman, but the reason I'm doing Batman because Tom King's run has ended. Mm-hmm. Long live the new king of Batman, James Tinian? Am I saying it right? The fourth. The fourth. Esquire. Yeah, you gotta put the fourth on there. So this is a new era of Batman. Mm-hmm. Like I said, and in this decade, we've had Scott Snyder, Tom King, and now, well, it's a new decade. So, yeah. Yeah. James Tinian. Here we go. I think we saved it there. So, the book pretty much starts off with uh, Batman just kind of just reminiscing on Alfred. So, yeah, they, they're sticking to this. Alfred is dead. Alfred's still dead. He's dead. Uh, he's supposed to be at some kind of Wayne Foundation charity fund, stuff like that, but he's not there. He has Selena Kyle going instead, so she's like, you know, mingling and hobnobbing with the with the socialite stuff like that. Meanwhile, running conference, you know, Alfred's supposed to be his comms guy, his guy in the chair. So Batman has a new guy in the chair. His guy in the chair is Lucius Fox. Mm-hmm. You know, running running a uh, point for him. So he's out there, and apparently there's this uh this I don't know part not party but get together like a a fundraiser no 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 no, no, not them like the bad guys oh the bad guys yeah they're kind of yeah they got a thing a meeting or whatever like that okay so you got then and this was chester's in the book chester that's so good book okay i haven't seen chester in forever you know she's there uh you got these other two malcolm merlin's there malcolm merlin's there what's the guy named dr teeth some shit. Something smiles or something. I forget. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck his name is. Some guy named Gunsmith. Some random yo you who you who whatever like that. And they're all brought there by Slate Wilson, who is back to being a full blown villain again, even though he just had his own comic book run where he was a good guy or whatever. Uh, so Slate Wilson brought them together for whatever reason. I don't even know why he brought them together. I don't even know if he said it or if he just said it. I forgot. Anyway, he brought all these guys together like we're gonna do this thing and we're gonna do this thing whatever like that. Uh, Lucius Fox let him know because they finally track Batman tracks him down, knows where he's going. He uses his X-ray vision. Now, of course, he's in the X-ray vision. He's got his mask using X-ray vision and heat sensors and shit like that. He sees all five of them, but he doesn't attack them. Uh, he tells Lucius, bring out the night climber or some shit. Uh, so he's got these smoke bombs called, what is the shadow bringer or something? His new... He got all oh, kind of like that, that, Oh, that, yeah, the, the thing that makes everyone see his shadow or whatever. Yeah, I can't remember. Shadowcaster. That was called Something Shadowcaster. little bombs, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so he throws these balls out. All they do is just, just broadcast his shadow on the wall so he can scare the shit out of criminals so they can, like, run away or do a move so he can kind of see where the fuck they're going. So he throws this shit out. They all run away and shit like that. But while he's doing that, he throws a, a, a line on Slade and pulls him out of the building. You know, and the blade is – and the, the line is so thick – that Blade can't cut out of it because he got this like insanely sharp sword that he can't cut out of it with. Meanwhile, all the other criminals are running scared and shit like that, but they're running into a trap exactly where Batman wants them to go. You know, so he's already thought like five steps ahead of how to beat all these guys anyway. 
he's beat all these guys. Only one left is Slade Wilson. Slade's just like, eh, so you put a line on it, even I can't cut. I, I priced it, but it was a little too expensive for me. But we all know you can afford it. So they start fighting, and he punched him in the face like that. Yeah, I heard Bane beat your ass and shit like that. He like, uh, Bam is like, shut the fuck up, let's fight. So Catwoman was doing some other bullshit. She fights a guy and I don't know, what the fuck ever. And anyway, we come back to Batman and he he beats Slade, even though he's kind of fucked up himself. Uh, a batarang is displayed uh, in Slade's like eye patch, and he got all kind of arrows in his shit. Like, damn man, Batman, what the fuck you do with him? You know? And he was like, Alfred, I need evac. And Luke's like, uh, Alfred's not here. Like, uh oh, my my fault. You know, you can tell he's feeling sad and shit like that, and then the book ends. So it kind of feels like a one shot, but Tiny and Tinian, what the fuck his name is. He's planting seeds. You can tell he's planting small seeds into where his run is going to go. But it wasn't like Quarter of Owl. He just threw like a bunch of shit at you. And it's like, here's the start of my epic run or like what Tom King did. This is just, it, it almost felt like a one shot. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that, that's how I feel. But what, how did you feel about it? No, I liked it. It, it seems like it, it, uh, it's a new, yeah, it's a new beginning. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's, uh, he's not totally shitting on Tom King's run. Like I said, Al, Alfred's still alive. Uh, and it's still dead. I mean, <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, that's the, if I was writing Batman, I would want to do something new. Having Alfred dead is something new. Yeah. And like you I'm know, saying, he gives you a chance to do something that somebody else hasn't done. Yeah. They're not totally <laughs> shitting on Tom King's run. It's just it, like that's still in, they didn't retcon anything. You know what I mean? Cat, we all know Alfred is eventually going to come back. Yeah, Catwoman. But let this ride out for a while. You know? Yeah, Catwoman and Batman are still like an item, kind of. You know, that's from Tom King's run. So I, I, I like the fact that he's still keeping with what happened in Tom King's run, but still this is a new beginning. This is, you know, Batman's by himself. He's got to learn this new, you know, learn to work together again. And, you know... James Tinian did this on his detective run where he had the the Bat family was like a big part of that. The family mm-hmm. element was a big part of that that run. So I'm I'm curious to see how where where this is gonna go, especially with Yeah, because Tom King yeah. wasn't really too big on the family. Yeah, it was all about, you know, my yeah. Yeah. Um but no, I liked it. I, I thought it was cool and it you know, I'm excited. I'm because I, I, I haven't read Batman in a guy in a couple of months. I haven't read the yeah. last few issues. Now, now, let me ask you this. Is, now, Tinny, like I said, I'm not <laughs> too familiar with his Batman storyline. I know he's read Batman before. Is is he always into gadgets like this? Because uh, I don't remember other, like like I said, Snyder and King weren't like really too much to the gadgets. Like like he had gadgets, but this dude is like like gadget porn. <laughs> uh, I, I don't, I, I, he did the detective run. So they all had their different powers and different abilities and stuff. I don't remember yeah. too much. I mean, there was, I guess, a little bit of that. But yeah, I, I get what you're saying. There was a lot of detail. That seemed like Scott Snydery to me, like when he did this I, whole. Snyder never really went into detail with the gadgets. Like yeah, that. I don't not the not so much the gadgets, but the little tiny like action details. You know what I mean? Yeah, Snyder was obsessed with the city. He was obsessed with Gotham for some reason. Yeah. Like, he would just know a street, and he would just go, like, in this real long detail about that street. Like, why are you talking about this street so much? Yeah. Where you really had to follow, like, okay, that, you know, he shot his grappling hook, and then the grappling hook hooked on this thing, and then the line tripped this guy, and then while at the same time he, 
flew over here and hit that guy. You know, there was all those little tiny Scott Snyder yellow. That's what that reminded me of. That whole gadget thing with the, the shadows and shit. Um, yeah. But um, I'm saying this is some new shit. I'm, I'm just trying to get a, get a feel for him. So like I said, we're in a new era. We're in a new era now. So I'm trying to get a feel for this this new tiny era. Or yeah. I think I think he's just trying to get away from uh, the the King Run. The King Run mm-hmm. was more about was more reflective. You know what I mean? It was all about he made Batman human or normal. I guess. Yeah, I mean, it was more about him reflecting on shit. Like even when you even like the War of the Joking the War of Joking Riddles, there was hardly any war. It was basically him just narrating what happened. Like the internal you know? war. Yeah, you know, you know it's just about him reflecting on. On like, the like wall. King was big on trauma, basically. Yeah, he was big on like, yeah, the personal side of things, the personal mm-hmm. effects of everything. This is like, no, this is all action. We're gonna, we're yeah. gonna, Batman's kicking ass again. Yeah, throw out some gadgets, throw out all these awesome fucking hit, uh, hitmen from all over the world. Let's get things going. This to me sounds like, no, Tom King is done. I'm taking this shit over. Batman's cool again. That's what this felt like. Yeah, now the Hitman thing, I, why do you have to be a one-shot? I want to see where that story was going. He could have, well, like I said, we already know he planted seeds, so it's going to be more, this is not the end of what we what we just heard. Yeah. But yeah. I kind of, I, I, if he if had set that up, and this would have been like a six-arc uh, issue storyline, I would have been on board. Oh, you got Cheshire and Dr. Teeth? Okay, maybe not Dr. Teeth, but, you know, mm-hmm. some of those other guys, so maybe some cooler bad guys, and it would have been, I would have been fine with that, you know. Yeah. So. No. I don't know. What, what do you give it? I give it a four out of five. I liked it. You give it four out of five too. It's, it's, it was a strong start. It was a strong start. Yeah. You know, get yeah. in, get out. Just yeah. let you know this is where we're going with the story. Yeah. Art's cool. Yeah. The story was fine. It was just like more action. You know, Batman out of the gate. I mean, he's still dealing with trauma and still dealing with our. There were those moments where he called Lucius Alfred. Right. And, and it, was, it was subdued. <laughs> it was subtle. Like you yeah. know, the trauma is there. Yeah. But it wasn't like Tom King two issues about his trauma about Alfred, yeah. you know, but or, it, you know it's still fucking with him. Or a three-page conversation about it, you know. Right, just, just like with a himself. Couple, a couple panels. Uh, I'm not Alfred. Right, you know. that, and that's all it took. <laughs> yeah. He yeah. was on a mission, in the mode, he said Alfred, Lucia like, I'm not Alfred, he's like, oh, oh shit. Oh, yeah, like, sorry. So that, that tells you everything you need to know. He's yeah. not over it. Yeah, we didn't have to, they don't, he's not milking it, you know. Right. He just kept it, kept it going, kept things moving, which is what I liked, you know. Yeah. So, all right, that's, that's all I got. All well, right. I guess I'll do Immortal Hulk number 29. Okay, yeah, because he's fighting Shimu in this one, right? He fight, yeah, he fights a bunch of fucking, uh, yeah. So, Roxxon, the Minotaur, is, uh, uh, he, they find out that the Hulk no longer needs to come, can come out in the daytime now. Okay. So, uh, so that, 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 like, oh shit, you know. Um, because of uh, all the personalities, Banner and all the other Hulk personalities had a had came to an understanding. Now he can come out during the day, um, and the Hulk has been sort of rallying up the people against Roxxon. You know, you know, making the people he's a hero of the of, of the underclass, making people stand up to corporate corruption. Roxxon ain't having it, so okay, we're gonna do an attack. We're gonna we're gonna uh, lure the lure the Hulk into a trap by staging this giant monster fight in the city in, in Arizona. So that's what happens. That's essentially what it's a build up towards that. And at the, the end of the book, this big giant ass monster shows up and the Hulk is like, okay, you know, it's a trap. Yeah, we know, but let's go do it. And we'll, we'll see the fight next issue. 
<clears throat> cool. Okay, but the fight was a big woolly mammoth looking motherfucker, right? No, it was like a Hydra dragon kaiju thing. Oh shit! So Shimu didn't show up. Is that who that is? That 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 Yeti looking thing? Yes. Okay. Let me let me the backstory of that. Okay. So Shimu is the original Hulk. Okay. He, he predates the Hulk. Yeah, like Jack Kirby and Stan Lee, that was the original version of Hulk. He was an alien, super strong, shit like that, and they called him Shinmu the Hulk or some shit like that. Predates Banner by, I don't know, three, five years, some shit like that. And then it's like, you know, let's rework this idea. Let's do the Incredible Hulk, you know. But anyway, he's the first Hulk. Okay. So I don't know if they called him Hulk in there or whatever like that. Well, but he yeah, was in the, yeah, the last issue where, uh, what's his face? The the Minotaur goes to an island and there's like, yeah. There's that big, giant, yeah, woolly mammoth kind of thing. Okay, cool. He was from out of space and all this shit? I don't know what where he was. I never saw him before. I was like, that ain't that ain't the Wendigo. I didn't recognize him. You know, what yeah, the fuck okay. is that Yeah, guy? He, he pops up every now and then. Normally, they usually say he's stronger than the Hulk, but anyway, he, he shows up every now and then. But yeah. But this was, Zimu, just, this was like a yeah. giant three-headed monster kaiju beast in the city. Okay, well, that's something completely different. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> we'll figure out what that is. Uh, shoot. Oh, slaps on it. Oh, four out of five. It's Immortal Hulk. It's like my favorite book right now. So, <laughs> I, it won uh, like a shitload of Comic Cast awards when okay. I, I watched the episodes. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, now the book, um, last book I have is Star Number One. Okay. Okay, and now you probably don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Remember that cover about this Supergirl looking chick uh, with the Marvel book? Ah, uh, no. Okay. <laughs> okay. So anyway, it's a new Marvel book with apparently a new original character, but actually she's been around for a while. I don't know how long, but she's been around for a while because she has like a whole backstory of the shit she's doing. Basically what she is, she is a character that has the reality stone embedded in her. Oh, okay. So she can warp. She's a reality warper, basically. Okay. Okay. So the book starts off, but apparently something happened. She's a, she used to be a Captain Marvel bad guy. Captain Marvel or something punched a hole in her chest, thought she killed her, but it didn't kill her or something. So she's just in a bar. Like, there, there's a bar. Okay, remember the Spider-Man game? You 100% that thing, right? Remember the bar with no name in a Spider-Man game? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's where she's at. She's okay. at right now just drinking. She says she has her own personal problem. She still has a reality stone built into it, but she didn't really know how to access the power of the reality stone for some reason. Uh, so she's drinking by herself. T- Titania, you know, one of those big chick bad guys like that, like, you in my seat, get the fuck out of my seat. You're like, well, I'm not going anywhere. And then she tries to pull up like a reality power, like make me stronger, like that. So Titania punches her outside of the building, and she's like, oh shit, I said make me stronger, but I meant to say make me tougher. She said the wrong thing, so she ended up getting hurt anyway. She's like, well, fuck it, I'm just going to burn the whole fucking building down. So she was about to, you know, say that shit, because basically anything she says happens. She's about to say, burn the building down. Before she can say it, uh, a dude in a coat in the back of the alley smacks in the back of the head with two by four and drags in a warehouse. Uh-oh. So. She wakes up, who knows how long later, she wakes up and she sees Loki. Loki was the dude in the alley that beat shit out of her. And uh, he was like, yeah, I can't get that. I know you got a reality stone stuck in you, so don't worry. I'm going to get the reality stone out of you because I'm actually helping you out. And in doing so, I might help out the rest of the universe also. So he tries to pull the reality stone out of her, but he can't do it. She's like, fuck, okay, I don't know what's going on, <laughs> going on here. And she's just like, you know what? I want to be released. She's released. Uh, Loki burn on fire and Loki just disintegrates just and she just walks out the room but Loki the real Loki was actually behind behind the corner 
there was like a hologram clone simulation, whatever the fuck you were like that. He just did it to see what she do. So when she when she left, Loki like, okay, yeah, she's gonna be a problem. Maybe I should tell somebody. So you already know Loki's scheming, so he's gonna be an issue later on. So she goes, she obviously knows somebody is tr- like hunting her down and trying to attack her. So she goes to the private detective to help her out. And the private detective she goes to Jessica Jones. But since she's a Captain Marvel villain, Jessica Jones is best friend with Captain Marvel. Jessica Jones is like, no, why the fuck you walking here? I'm going to beat the shit out of you. So right before Jessica Jones can punch her, she's just like, says something, throws spells on her like, no, you're going to help me. You're going to help me find the killer. You're going to do whatever I say. Okay? And Jessica Jones is like, right. So soon as Star gets ready to walk out the room, you know, to tell Jessica Jones to come with her, Jessica Jones picks a, light, uh, uh, a paperweight off her table and smashes in the back of the head with it. She's like, okay, first off, you really don't know me because, you know, if you knew me, mind control is a very, very sore subject with me. So you really shouldn't try this shit with me. So, yeah, I'm going to help you out, but I'm going to beat your ass first. So she just starts kicking the shit out of her for no reason. And then before she could do that, uh, she's about to throw, like, another spell letter, like, Jessica Jones, sit down. Boom, she just sits down. And before she could, like, do some other shit, she's like, you're going to pay for what you just did, Jessica Jones. Before she could do that, Scarlet Witch pops out of, out of nowhere. Fucking nowhere. Just teleport. And she was like, uh, Star, you have been fucking up. Big time. And the book ends. So, <laughs> I like it. it. The book in, in where I thought it was going to go, I thought it was going to be like a Supergirl ripoff or something like that, but it's actually nothing like that. <clears throat> I don't know why they sold it like that. You know? Mm-hmm. It's basically a book about a reality warp. They can do whatever she wants to, but she don't really know how to access the power. So, I thought it was pretty interesting. Eh, 3.5 out of 5. Not, not the worst thing. So, all right, cool. All right, that's uh, all I got. I'm done. Really? That's it? Yeah. It's kind of a slow week. It is January. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. No, we're, we're like I said, we'll probably have some some bigger stuff happening later on down the road. Uh, if you listen this long, definitely like, share, subscribe to other podcasts. We have our sister podcast, Geek Sav. Uh, we also listen to Comic Cast. Check them out. Like I said, they got, did all the books we did, plus more books other than that. Uh, Talking Balls, they should be ending. Foosball is done. <laughs> college anyway uh hoodoo tv uh get valiant oh yeah bloodshot bloodshot trailer dropped that nobody talked about another one yeah another one okay. well actually you know what but I, I don't know if it was another one well i saw that maybe i saw this gear of like vin diesel like putting his body back there like his like his bones blown off like that and he was reforming his bones or some shit i don't know okay anyway listen to comic cast I mean, i'm not comic cast they don't talk about this shit get valiant get valiant they'll talk about that shit They'll talk about two hours about Bloodshot getting his bones grafted. I got excited for the wrong reason because I saw Vin Diesel. I'm thinking it was Fast and Furious 9. <laughs> then I saw Bloodshot. I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> uh, what else we got? Uh, Instruments of Destruction. Listen to them. Pretty sure Transformers got some shit going on. I don't know. Uh, and next week we'll have some other shit. We don't know what we're going to do. We'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. Maybe another crazy trailer will drop. Like I said, the 2020 is, is ramping up. We'll go from there. Until then, this is Leroy. This is Eli. We talk to you guys next week. Same bullet time, same bullet channel. A Monday warrior, mean, mean strife. Today's Tom Sawyer, mean, mean pride.
think it's high on you 